Eagles Entertainment. On Friday, May 6, members of the 2022 rookie class spoke to the media. First up, defensive lineman Jordan Davis. What have these first few days been like for you, and what's the differences you noticed so far from your time in Georgia to playing the NFL and getting used to the NFL schedule and everything? Definitely, um, last couple days been crazy, a lot of moving around, uh, just getting acclimated with the building, the people, and the staff. But you know, really, differences. I don't know. I couldn't really say right now. You know, we're working our way up, working our way in, get acclimated with the scheme and the culture and people. So it's really just a learning experience, just a get a little taste before everybody comes back and, you know, we really get to the grind. What's it been like having Nakobe here to sort of help you ease through that transition? And I think this is the first time we've talked to you since he was drafted. What was your reaction? Amazing. Amazing, man. Um, having Kobe here is a huge burden off my shoulders, you know, not being here alone, not going through this whole process alone. Obviously, we played at Georgia, have a very strong connection, have a very strong relationship. He's a good friend of mine. You know, we talk all the time. So, you know, just having him, having him behind me, you know, he's – play calling, you know, so it's like not really no drop off with me and him, you know, having that strong connection. So uh, I know he's going to push me to be better and I'm going to push him to be better. And um, definitely just having Kobe here is a huge, huge advantage for me. How did it feel when he slid down the board a little bit? Were you surprised that he was still Yeah, definitely. Um, a little disappointed, but, you know, I'm grateful that he has a home and he has a spot and is here with the Eagles. And, you know, Kobe is a First-round caliber player, I believe that, you know, um, no matter where he got picked, you know, it doesn't matter where he starts, about how you finish, and I'm sure that Kobe's going to finish as one of the greats when he's all done. Was in the draft when, when the Eagles picked him? No, it was. What, what was that moment like? It was crazy. Um, like, I was like, is, like is, is it real? Like, man, like Kobe, like, um, I wasn't really banking on having somebody from UGA come with me, but now that Kobe is here, and um, I feel a lot more settled in and comfortable. He, he was the team captain down there. What, what was he uh, like in the huddle and, uh, you know, in, in that game? Can you repeat the whole question? I said Nicobe, um, you know, just following up on him. Mm -hmm. he, he was the team captain for you guys down there. Uh, what, what was he like in the, cuddle, in the huddle in regards to, like, communication? Uh, yeah, very assertive. You know, he, he's like the commander of our defense at Georgia. I mean, the kid's an engineer, so, you know, he's obviously smart. He knows what he's doing. And so um, we have a leader like that. And, you know, we were all leaders on that defense and stuff like that. But when you have somebody like Nicobe just running the show and calling the plays and, you know, you got him behind you, trust him 100%. It's really like if I mess up, I know he's going to clean it up. If he messes up, I know I'm going to clean it up. So it's kind of like working in that tandem. And just to have that come down here, I think it would be something special. What's, uh, what's the last kind of week been for you since since you've been drafted, you know, coming in here, getting your bearings straight and everything? like? Yeah, coming here, getting my bearings straight, getting adjusted to the life, um, getting adjusted to Philly, getting adjusted to the building. It's just a lot of adjustments, um, you know, moving out of Athens, making that transition from Athens to Philly and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's a not a rough transition, but it's kind of one that's kind of like really thrown on you because you never – until like a week ago, I had no clue where I was going. So, um, you know, it's just a little adjustment that comes with time. And, you know, it's all part of the process. So that's how I look at it. Your mother said last week that she was going to come here and, and live with you. What decisions have been made in that regard? Who? Your mother. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, I don't have a place out here yet. So, you know, um, I got to figure that out. That's all part of the process. I got to figure out where to live, all that stuff, a realtor. But, you know, no matter what, you know, um, until that point comes and you're really, she's really comfortable with coming up here, then you know she'll come up here when, whenever it's, it's the right time. It's obviously a short time, but uh, only a couple of days. But from a football perspective, what do you hope to 
to accomplish over these couple of days and show the coaches? Shoot, just learn, learn, um, learn everything I can, learn everything I can from teammates, learn everything I can from the coaches. Everybody has knowledge in this building, and um, you know they've been fortunate. A lot of people have been fortunate enough to win a world championship when they were here in 2017, and you know just one of those things. Um, same thing at Georgia, you know, it's, you know, it takes a champion to know what it takes to win another one. So, uh, you know, just learning that, learning my experiences, knowing my role, you know, um, just getting into that. But, you know, just, I just want to be a great addition to the team. So whatever they need me for, whatever they have plans for, I'm just willing to do it. For as big and athletic as you are, um, it's hard to come up with comparisons to, to you and other players already in the league. But are there players that you sort of patterned your game after? Um, I've said this time and time, but yeah, I used to look at Fletch when I was little. Um, Fletch been playing since I started, like even paying attention to football. So um, it's definitely nice to be in the same locker room as him, and you know, get knowledge in the same room. So regardless, uh, I know I'll be in good hands, and I, you know, I'm not really one for comparisons because you know everybody's different, and I try to just bring a little influence from you know time to time and add a little knowledge to my book. So. Familiar with Jordan Mulata or if you had a chance to meet Jordan. Yeah, I had a chance to meet him. He's a cool guy. Um, the, the accent, I was like, man, like, it's real. But, um, you know, he's a good guy. He's big. You know, he talked it up, you know, just on some, like, just introducing himself and getting to know him. And uh, he's hanging around here. He's working out and all that. So just having him around the building and really getting a real picture of who he is as a person, you know, he's a great guy. Brandy, Brandy. I said earlier this week that you're like the Jordan Mulata of the defensive side of the ball. I mean, that maybe that, that that Jordan and Jordan connection. You got the same first name, so I mean, you never know. On your way up here, you mentioned Mother's Day, and you spoke about your mom quite a bit last week. Definitely. What's the significance of this of this weekend for you, and of the relationship with your mother? Definitely. Um, your Mother's Day is really important. Um, that's all I had. You know, I'm a mama's boy. I didn't have a choice. Um, you know, I'm still cool with my dad, but you know, my mom really stuck it through, and we've been together since I was born. So, um, it's definitely important, especially um. You know, I'm fortunate to still have a mom. A lot of people aren't fortunate to have their moms in their life, and I'm just grateful for that. And, um, you know, everybody has to have a mom to be brought into this world. So, you know, Mother's Day is very important, super important to me, and um, I'm sure it's super important to her. But I think the biggest thing she wants to do is just see me for Mother's Day. Do you have any plans for her for, for Mother's Day? or uh... Just go up there, see her, and get a little gift. You know, um, just do something special. You know, I think my mom is more about the quality time, having time together. So uh, definitely... Definitely, I'll try to see her. We know you signed your the, uh, the, the 21 season, I guess, conditioning was a, a topic of conversation for you. Can you just uh, it sort of take us in there, like where you were at that time, things that you've done to... Yeah, I mean, the whole offseason been focused on conditioning and uh, getting my body right. And so, uh, you know, you just continue to work, condition. I mean, the only thing to do is get better in condition is condition. So, um, you know, I, while we do walkthroughs and seven-on-sevens here, you know, I try to get a little running in it. Did a little walk last night around the shipyard. So, you know, just getting, finding time. You, you just really had to put time aside and find time to really get to know. I mean, I walked because I wanted to know the place, and, you know, it was a little dark over there, so I didn't want to. But, uh, you know, still, just finding a little time to get a little conditioning, no matter what it is, you know, whether that's a walk, if I have time, or getting a little jogging, stuff like that. So, just part of the plan. Did, you get, did you get noticed and approached? And, you know? Nah, it was, it was quiet. It was quiet. So, um, I walked there from the hotel and back without a scratch, so. Consider be the strength of your game. What you like to do uh, as as a defensive tackle? <laughs> Hit man, um, defensive tackles and offensive line. Uh, they're the only position that hit every play. So um, you know you take a lot of pride in that. 
And uh, that's something that I like to do. And just any time I can get better with my technique, get better at anything. I just like to get better. I want to be the best player I could be. Next, center Cam Jurgens. What's the, uh, the last day or so been like since you've been here? Uh, it's been exciting. A little bit of a whirlwind, trying to, you know, meet everybody, see new faces, uh, see familiar faces and learn everybody's name. And, you know, you got your playbook, you got everything coming at you all at once. But, you know, it's kind of also, it's fun and exciting. How Just glad tornado? to be here. How was the tornado? Oh, my God, it was wild, man. <laughs> so this is kind of like the, the draft story for the night. Like we're about like 10 minutes before I got picked, everybody's phone's buzzing. My phone buzzed. I'm like, oh, shit. And we're in a tornado warning. So everybody's phone's going off for that. So um, get picked. And, you know, we're upstairs. We're celebrating. And all of a sudden, we hear this loud, you know, thunder and lightning outside. And I'm like, all right, guys, uh, we got to go downstairs now. So we all started going downstairs. My grandma doesn't walk up and down stairs very well. So we're like, all right, you need help going downstairs, Grandma. She's like, no, it's been a great night. You know, I'm, I'm not moving. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, ah, whatever. I'm like, Jesus. So, like, it was just a hilarious, like, kind of funny story from the night. And, like, that was a uh, – I got to think I'm going to remember that for a long time. It's just, like, uh, excitement and then all of a sudden chaos of a tornado and thunder and lightning and hail coming in. It was crazy. Can't. You said downstairs into the, into the shelter, I, I assume. Right? Yeah, we all went downstairs, kind of had to. Except for Grandma. She stayed? Grandma stayed upstairs. You didn't carry her down, huh? Uh, I mean, if we needed to, we would have. Cam, in, in addition to, to learning um, behind Jason, uh, Howie and, and Nick Sirianni mentioned that um, you might get some reps at, at right guard. Uh, I guess how was your approach to that, especially, you know, after um, primarily being a center at uh, Nebraska? Yeah, I mean, I'm a football player and I'm a soldier, so if you told me to do something, I'm going to do it. So it's kind of what I came here to play is play football. So if they want me at guard or wherever I'm I'm up for it you know that's kind of my mentality going into it and how are, I guess uh, on the flip side of that how are you approaching um, the opportunity to learn behind someone like uh, a four-time all-pro and, and Jason Kelsey oh yeah I mean not even just him but everybody in that room like coach Talon they're all great uh, so I feel like I just want to go in there be a sponge learn everything I can and you know, not just stuff they do on the field but off the field in the weight room and in the locker room how people act and uh, I think it's a really good room, and the guys I met have been awesome so far. Is the beef jerky business coming to Philly with you? Yeah, I'll have to, I'm definitely going to have to get some jerky for uh, for the line, no doubt. That's going to be stocked up. Any uh, memorable moments with Statlin so far? Uh, you know, they're still going to be coming. I think he's just, you know, he's got a lot of energy, and um, that's kind of why, you know, I don't want to coach to sugarcoat things or I want, I want to know how it is and if I'm doing something right or if I'm doing something wrong, you know, that's kind of how I want to be coached. Did he do anything um, when you had met prior, uh, like on the chalkboard or, you know, draw some stuff up or ask you to, you know, to – we've heard stories of him doing that before with uh, prospects. Yeah, yeah, we went over a lot of the offense and, you know, he, he taught me it, quizzed me it and kind of went over it to see how – you know, I handle things and how I've done it in Nebraska and how they do it here and how, you know, correlates and if I'm, you know, capable of uh, handling how they point stuff out because it's a, a lot of it's different, a lot of it's the same. So just kind of figuring out how you learn as a person. What's uh, meeting Jordan Davis been like? Say that again? The easy comp to you uh, play style-wise is, is Jason Kelsey because of your athleticism. But are there uh, additional players that you sort of patterned your game after as you came up? Uh, you know, I think I, you know, I watched a lot of the guys and I was such a big like Husker fan. So I'd be, 
I kind of watch all the positions, you know, especially um, for centers specifically in the NFL. You know, Jason Kelsey is a big one I watched. Uh, Mitch Morse. Right? Um, so, like, a lot of those athletic guys, I guess, and guys that can get out and move. What do you know about Philly and, and the fan base here? They're passionate, no doubt. Um, they love you, and, you know, if you do something wrong, they're going to let you know. And, you know, they hold they hold players accountable. So, I'm, you know, I want to go out there and – do my best and you know you can't let outside noises get to you you got to listen to the voices within this uh building here so um but at the end of the day you know that's the kind of fan base you want to play for guys that are passionate and love the love the team and the city what's it been like me and jordan davis and you guys are kind of on the opposite ends of the the weight spectrum for your positions what's it going to be like being on the field with him no doubt he's going to push me every day and uh you know i can't wait to go against him every single day it's going to be you know, it's going to help me a ton, you know, and how I grow and how I handle, you know, guys like him. What was it like uh, combine uh, training with uh, Joe Staley? Oh, it was great. You know, I, I loved uh, working with Joe. Um, kind of the mentality goes about um, there's a lot of way to block someone, but at the end of the day, you got to be an athlete. You got to get your job done. He kind of, you know, they, we got taught a lot of different things, but, you know, he taught you how to win blocks and, it was a real fun experience. We had a good group of guys, and it was great to work with uh, him and uh, Coach Paul Alexander there. How often uh, do you get tornado warnings? And I'm sorry, I'm going back to the tornado. How often do you get them in, in Nebraska? A lot, yeah. We're the kind of southeast, kind of in that tornado alley, so we get a lot of tornado warnings. How, how much do you think it, it's going to help you, like, being able to learn behind a guy like Kelsey instead of maybe coming into a situation and – you know, playing right away. Do you think, like, you know, learning from Kelsey when you do play, you'll be that much further ahead to kind of see that? You know, I want to I want to go in expecting that, like, I'm, I'm going to play right away. You know, I don't want to think it's a redshirt year or something because you never know when something's going to happen. So if I'm preparing like I'm going to play and I got someone there to watch and, you know, critique me and show me how it's done, then, you know, I can get prepared that much faster to be ready to play right away. Another tornado question. Uh, have, have we had any close calls with them, or have you, you know, have you seen any? Uh, we've had a few go through. Uh, I live outside like a small town of 200 called Pickle, Nebraska. We've had kind of a few go go through that area. We had one take our shingles off the house, and but you know our house is still standing. But yeah, I feel like a meteorologist up here today, guys. This is <laughs> this is great. We don't get them here, so we're fascinated. Yeah. Well, when I was in California, I got a tsunami warning. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> don't get uh, more guys. You know your ability to you know to get downfield. Uh, is that something they utilize you uh, at Nebraska because of your athletic ability, or is they always had that in office with the center out pulling front of a play? Uh, I think we used it a lot more when I was in there because I was able to do a lot of, you know, different stuff, especially in, like, our past game. We did a lot where, I, you know, I pulled to the edge and protect the outside so I can you – know, I was able to get out there quick and um, we are able to do a lot of stuff with that, make a, make a lot of different passing schemes and blocking schemes. So uh, I think it was very beneficial for, you know, me to get out and move and, you know, pull. So we did a lot of it, and I think that's kind of helped prepare me to be in an offense like this. When Stout talks uh, about Jason, Jason Kelsey a lot, he talks about the mental part of the game, his ability to call protections and things like that. Obviously, you haven't had a ton of time with him, but how much does he express that and how, how important that is to play your position? Yeah, that, that's super important. You know, that's something people on TV don't see. 
And it's not just knowing what you're doing, but having those repetitions and being able to feel it and see it. You know, if um, the D lineman's not in the gap, they should be because you know, like, what, what we're lining up in offense, so you think there's a stunt coming. That's just, like, little things you can pick up, you know, depending, looking at a guy's stance, where you think he's going to go. And I think a lot of that kind of, you build it over time. But being able to see those cues and um, as I learn from him and figure that out, like, it's going to, you know, the game starts to slow down. Next to the podium, linebacker N'Kobe Dean. So you said last week that uh, you plan to be a full participant in rookie minicamp. What what will that entail? And have the coaching staff told you how they want to use you this week? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be a full participant. I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna be uh, part of the team. So um, as far as uh, how they use me as as in my position, linebacker, inside linebacker, either either one of them, might go to will. The last time we talked to you was right after you got drafted and had to endure that slide. Uh, does that stick with you? Do you kind of push it out of your mind, or is that something you want to use in, in your career now? Well, it's it definitely going to be something that stick with me, but it's not It's not my primary or my secondary source of motivation or my tertiary of that course. But it's it definitely going to be something that's going to stick with me throughout my uh, playing career. What is your primary motivation? Uh, I feel like, uh, even though besides my family, you know, this is, I feel like that's such a cliche, but of course, you know, your family, but... I feel like uh, one of my biggest things were, is the kids back home. You know, it's a, I, I remember growing up back in Horn Lake, a lot of kids, I didn't have nobody to look up to, like, for, so to speak, that uh, where I wanted to be in life, what I wanted to do. Yeah, I always wanted to be better than everybody I kind of looked up to. So it's like when I go back home, I try to tell the kids, like, I don't want y'all to be like me. I want y'all to be better than me, but I'm going to make it hard. So that's, that's one of my biggest things. What interaction did you have with Jordan Davis since the draft? and? I'm sure you saw each other today. I mean, what's that interaction? Like? I mean, we, I mean, we, we, we talked on the phone. All well, we, we friends. So he, he was a good friend of mine. So we always talking on the phone and everything. And of course, since since we've been here, we've been talking every day. You know, we had practices. You just feel good to be back on the field with him. Which do you think that's going to help your adjustment? You know, coming in with Jordan, you know, knowing how yeah. he plays and everything like that. Definitely, I feel like it's going to help me from the standpoint of uh, just be get more comfortable. You know, he's such a, a easygoing guy and can, and can get comfortable with people fast. You know, and I feel like if I see how he interacts with everybody, you know, be, me being able to get more comfortable, me being able to get more connected with the team. Hearing about you, uh, it's been described as, as, as like the alpha personality, right? Mm-hmm. Are you able to do that right away? Does it? Does it take time, or, or do you come here with the rookies and have that personality? Well, it, uh, well, we know it, so they give me that, right? I don't, I don't go around saying I got an alpha personality. I just, but um, for me, I feel like it's just me getting to know everybody. You know, me as far as running the defense, uh, being a, a, the play caller, or doing or doing my job, whatever that uh, may be, uh, to the best of my ability. So I feel like with all that, them the people around me getting connected, getting to know me more, yeah, it'll, it'll begin to show. That's an accurate assessment of your personality, the, the alpha, and where do you think that comes from? I mean, I, I, I mean, I do, but um, where it comes from, from, from my own field standpoint, I feel like it just comes from me taking care of my business, me taking care of my business, and being a guy that can be uh, accountable. You know, uh, being being a guy that people can count on. You got a little taste of this defense. Are there any similarities to what you guys did at Georgia? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, we run at Georgia. We ran everything from cover zero to cover nine. So it's it's not too much that I'm gonna see that we haven't ran before. It's just the different ways of running, and, you know, different techniques and things like that. The coaching want to see. Football a long time, and I know the Eagles. I think tweeted out a picture, a video of you trying on your helmet. Um, but does this feel any different? You know, getting ready for your, you know to play at the highest level for the game. Uh, 
the only different part about it is I've been in college for three years now. I'm on a new team, learning a new system with different people. You know, other than that, it, it's still football. You know, uh, of course, everybody kind of the, the details are uh, a little bit more um, put underneath the magnoscope, a magnifying glass. But other than that, um, it, it, football is football. You know, everybody, of course, everybody better, everybody good, and I and I expect that. Are there linebackers uh, you've watched growing up or that are in the league now that you've kind of compared yourself to? Or I mean, as far as comparing myself, I don't, I don't feel like I compare myself to nobody. You uh, watch them play. Right, right, right. Yeah, so uh, I feel like the guy, the people that I do watch, you know, I – because I'm, you know, I'm a fan of football, so I do watch football. I do watch linebackers. People that I do watch, I try to take a little bit and piece of each of their games, you know, that I like. And I'd be like, like if I see a pass rush move or, or some the way somebody took on a block or a, a technique they use in coverage, you know, I feel like I can, I'll take that um, and I try to put it on my game, see if it works or not. Names of guys that uh, you've watched over the years. That you've uh, I feel like the most recent couple of guys I had probably watched was probably like. Like Roquan, uh, Zach Cunningham, the way he come down here, uh, Darius Land, the way he attacks the ball, um, Eric Kendricks in his own coverage, the way he uh, attacks the ball in the air. So thinking like that. Out of curiosity, what inspired you to uh, study engineering? Oh well, it, I, it always had the little passion for it. You know, uh, I really growing up, it was like it was gonna be like an engineer, doctor, or architect. It, it was kind of my thing. So. Uh, I, it's still it's still a chance that I, I might you know pursue uh, pre med depending on uh, depending on if I feel like doing chemistry and everything when I get back to school. But um, and then you know uh, I feel like for me I want to work in like prosthetics. So growing up you know my mom is a veteran so she used to always go to the VA and everything. And I used to see like like veterans who have lost limbs and things. So at a young age, I just thought like, dang, what, what's the way I can help them and build like prosthetics and things like that? And you know, it kind of came back out when I uh, was picking my major for college. Shelby, many have called you a, a very instinctual linebacker. Mm -hmm. Where do you think that comes from? Your studying of some of those players you mentioned, or is that just something that's always come natural to you? On the well, field? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it came natural, but uh, I'll say for, a lot of it is study. You know what I mean? Uh, a good bit of it is study, but that, everybody studies the game. And definitely at this level, everybody should be studying, taking care of their business in a, in a film room. But uh, I feel like I've been playing, you know, as far as off-ball linebacker in the middle of the defense, I've been playing for a while. So, you know, you kind of get certain feels for for offense or different, um, what's it called, um, formation that, that tendencies come from universally in football, not just from a certain team. What does Jordan Davis do uh, for a linebacker playing behind him? Like, what mm -hmm. what does he open up for you? How does he how does he allow you to attack? I mean, he, he opens it up from the from the standpoint of he he makes the old lineman block him. You know, uh, they he 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 a mismatch on a on a one on one block. So they they definitely have him in the back of his mind when they got a double team up to a linebacker. They'll stick on him a little longer, give the linebacker a little bit more free range to run. So he he definitely is a mismatch threat and open things up, make the uh, make the O line think. You said that uh, you didn't have anybody to look up to uh, coming out of Horn Lake. So how did you sort of find your way through? I mean, you I don't feel like you gotta have somebody to look up to to find your way through. You just gotta know what you want to do. Now you gotta know what you want to do, the goals you want to accomplish, and uh, and continue to push through and uh, go get them. When your mom was in the service, like what did she do? 
She was uh she was in infantry. She was uh not where I've been. She she was in and out before I was even born. But she was uh they was in the my my mother and my father they was in the Gulf War. Up next, tight end Grant Calcaterra. Grant, what's it been like uh, first time in an NFL facility as a member of the team? What's the whole experience been like for you? Uh, it's been good so far. I guess first day, kind of doing football stuff today. Uh, it's been really good. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of information being thrown at us and everything, but um, I'm trying to prepare the best I can and uh, just get better every day. So it's been good so far. Grant Jalen, I uh, heard uh, discuss yesterday kind of, kind of your relationship. Could you delve uh, a little bit further on, uh, you know, your connection at uh, Oklahoma and, you know, what it means to, I guess, team up again with him? Yeah, no, super excited about that. I uh, haven't been able to see him yet, but, uh, yeah, we had a good thing going at Oklahoma, you know, in practice and everything. Um, like I said before, he's, uh, I know I have a lot of respect for him um, on and off the field. And, uh, you know, I know he's obviously a really good player and really excited to, you know, get to work with them and, you know, get better together. Your what first glance at the playbook here, what are your impressions of it? Oh, it's awesome, yeah. I mean, we got a pretty condensed version in rookie minicamp uh, just because there's a lot of information, but uh, it's great. Yeah, we, we did a walkthrough uh, earlier, like I guess a little bit ago, and, um, you know, it's, it's really cool. I mean, I like how the tight ends using the offense, you know, doing a lot of different things, and so it's been exciting to learn it. The guys who you were spending time with when you were out of football, uh, you know, preparing to be a fireman, what has been their reaction to the way that the last couple of years have gone? Oh, they're excited. Yeah, they're really excited for me. They're uh, uh, actually two guys in our our, uh, our video team were uh, our paramedics, and so I kind of got to talk to them like uh, yesterday, uh, and they were like, "Yeah, man, you made the right choice," <laughs> whatever. But uh, yeah, no, they're all excited for me. Um, you know, they had my had my back throughout this whole thing, so uh, really appreciative of that. In terms of uh, NFL tight end, you would probably be on the, on the lighter side. What are the plans in terms of, of, of your weight, and, uh, and what, have the, what have the team told you what they want? Uh, yeah, coach asked me about my weight. Uh, I'm about 243 right now, and uh, Coach Michael is happy with that. I mean, he hasn't told me to put any on. He said, you know, that's good. So um, I guess I'm going to stay there and, until I'm told differently. What are your first impressions of Coach Michael? Uh, I really like him. Yeah, I spent a lot of time with him last week on Zoom. Um, you know, super smart coach, super experienced. Um, I've learned a lot. Uh, he's been it's been awesome. He's been available for me. Any questions that I have about the playbook, he's you know real responsive. And um, just getting in the film room for the first time with him today was was great too. I, I feel uh, as prepared as I can be. So you mentioned as far as you complimenting him, how do you think that is is going is going to work? Yeah, yeah, I've definitely watched him a little bit, especially watching film with Coach. Uh, yeah, I mean, crazy talented, uh, you know, really good player. Um, and, yeah, I think I can compliment him well. I think, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a good player as well. Um, I have a lot to learn. I, I have a lot to get better at. And I look forward to, you know, learning from him and taking things from his game and uh, making the team better. You mentioned the game after or that you admire coming up. Yeah, honestly, as a kid, I watch a lot of Zach Ertz, to be honest. Uh, I feel like him and I have similar, you know, body types. We're not huge, huge guys, uh, um, you know, skilled in the pass game, skilled in the blocking game, um, a guy that I watched a lot growing up. And so, I mean, it's ironic that I'm here now. But, uh, uh, yeah, I watch a lot of him growing up. You mentioned uh, <clears throat> that you watched the 2020 draft and got the idea to, that you wanted to come back. 
Had you thought about it before that? Tell me a little more about that. What made that yeah. decision crystallize for you? Yeah, I had thought about it before. I guess that was just kind of the moment, like the, the most pivotal moment where I was like, all right, like I got to give this thing a shot. Like I know I'm, I know I'm good enough. I know I can do it. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that, after that, I, I just, I guess, focused more on it, you know, started trying to get back into football shape. Uh, to you know my playing size uh, and things like that. I guess after the draft is when I started taking, you know, bigger steps towards coming back to play. How far off were you? Were you like, what did you weigh then? Oh yeah, I was real light. I was probably, you know, 215 pounds at that time. So I put on a lot, or I lost a lot of weight and then put it on pretty quick to get back into shape to get to school in January. I'm guessing you were in a, a pretty scary place to, to retire. You know. To, to retire from it in the first place. So what was that? How did you go from there to, you know, getting to a place where you're comfortable coming? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I was in a scary place. I think I just made a, like, a, you know, a decision based on my knowledge at the time. Um, it was just something, you know, I didn't have a lot of knowledge about concussions and we all know the stigma about head injuries in football. And so, you know, with the limited knowledge I had, I was just like, you know, I think I'm just going to, you know, stop playing. You know, I prided myself on a good career at Oklahoma. Um, and I was just, you know, ready to, you know, move on. And then um, and then coming back, you know, I have so much passion for football. It's what I've done ever since I was a kid. It's all I've ever wanted to do is be a football player. And so, um, you know, that whole year where I wasn't, wasn't playing, that's all I could think about was playing ball. And like I mentioned before, watching the draft really just made me like, okay, like, I got to do this. Like, this is all I want to do. Um, and so that's what made me come back to play. When you were working as an EMT, do you have any stories of like saving somebody or having to help somebody out of a bad situation? No, I actually, uh, um, so I got hired as an EMT by Care Ambulance, and then I decided to come back to football the day before my first day. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I never went, I never uh, started training or anything. I just, uh, yeah. Was well, it anyone, but anyone specifically that sort of, you know, told you uh, about concussions and, and the differences, or is it you yourself, a doctor, or anything like that, or is it you yourself just doing more research? Uh, a little bit of everything, honestly. I'd say a guy that I went and saw was Mickey Collins, as a concussion doctor up in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, he's a highly respected guy in the industry, and so I went and saw him uh, a couple times, and um, he led me to be, you know, a lot more comfortable with me coming back to play. Um, reassured me that there's a lot of guys who play football who have, you know, head injuries like me or, you know, e even more severe. You know, my cases are really minor. And um, so he gave me some reassurance. And also, you know, me and my family, like, feel really comfortable with me playing football. And, you know, I went through all last season with, with no issues at all, taking hits. And, you know, all, all that concussion stuff is almost three years ago now. So in my, in my mind, you know, that's in the past. And you know, I've played a full year healthy, and I'm ready to be playing just like everybody else. And, and, you know, this might seem like an odd question, but uh, in, in, in coming here today, one of the activities or uh, assignments is, is is fitting your helmet, right? Yeah. Are, are you more cognizant of that because of your history? Uh, I guess a little bit. I mean, helmets can only get so protective. So, you know, I'm in a super protective helmet, just like everybody else in the NFL. Um, I was talking with the equipment manager. You know, there's rules in the game, you know, that kind of – help try to protect players from, you know, those big head-on hits and whatever. But, you know, like I said, I, I see myself as just another guy, you know, another player, you know, that was almost three years ago now. So, um, yeah, just ready to strap it up and get going. Brad, you, you mentioned a, 
watching Zach Ertz. Um, what, what was it like uh, playing alongside Mark Andrews, who's you know regarded as one of the better tight ends in the league? Yeah, it was good. I had a full year with Mark. Um, obviously, a super talented player. Um, I, I got to learn a lot from him uh, my freshman year at OU, uh, and then we stayed in contact, you know, throughout my time in college. Um, so yeah, it was really good. It's it's really good to see, you know, how how much better he's gotten since he's been in the NFL, um, and yeah, just really improved his game. You know, it's been great to see. Uh, it was awesome to learn from him too. And lastly, linebacker Kyron Johnson. Kyron, how you approached him? Minicamp this two days. What do you want to get done? What, what, what's important to you to accomplish? I'm just hoping to just make sure I get the calls and making sure I just know the defense as quickly as possible. That way I can get on the field as quickly as possible. What's it like uh, being in an NFL facility for the first time as a member of an organization? What, what, is it, uh, what does it mean? It feels unreal, but it also, it's, like I said, it's like, a, it's like a dream of mine. And I'm just humbled to be here because a lot of pe- a lot of dudes don't even make it to where I'm at now, so I'm, I'm humbled by this. Kyron, good to meet you, man. Um, on that Zoom call after you got drafted, you mentioned, um, you know, how coaches have talked to you about special teams. I'm wondering what have your uh, interactions been like with uh, Michael Clay and, you know, as he discussed, you know, potential role on special teams? I've been saying for the most part, I know, like, on all special teams, I'm going to be on all that. So, because, like, for me, that's like a, that's like a key component for me when it comes to football. Special team is the main thing because that's my goal, to just, like, be this number one special teamer, the, the dude that you see flying down like a bullet. Like, I want to be that dude that everybody knows. Like, oh, when it comes to special teams, just say Kyron Johnson. Why do you want to be that? It's just always been something I've just been used to since I was, like, in the ninth grade. And so it was just, like, ever since the ninth grade, every special teams that I've been in, I've always been that menace, let me say. And so it was just like, I want to wreak havoc and I want to let people know special teams ain't just some stuff you just blow off. It's actually the main component when it comes to offense and defense. It's the, it's the third one that actually puts everything together, so. At, at Kansas, you guys didn't win a ton of games. How did you, how did you keep your, your focus and kind of keep your morale up during those tough times? I mean, it was, I I don't even know how I did it, but it's just like not faking it till you make it, but more on the lines of just keeping your head up. That's that's it. Don't don't worry about negatives because that's gonna happen regardless. You just gotta keep your head up through it all. When it came to uh, combine training, uh, you know your forty times that you have recorded multiple times were pretty impressive for you know your position. What kind of went into that, and you know I guess how much work or emphasis was on. Are you asking like the type of work that I did that led up to my 40 time? Yeah. Uh, so it was just, it's just a bunch of training because I, I already had the speed, and so it was just like, like fine tuning. Like we was just doing a little tweak here, tweak there. So it was just, just doing what I do best, just working. Are there any sort of unique player that you play both linebacker, edge rusher? Um, or are there any players that you patterned your game after? I'm gonna say one of the players here now, Hassan Riddick. I used to watch. I watch him and uh, like Von Miller. Uh, who else is that? I used to watch like JJ Watt, uh, Tyus Bowser. I used to watch a, a lot of edge rushers. I I try to keep it to a minimum of how many players I watch, but I like to see the type of moves that they do. I like to see their get offs. I like to see like what's their game style. Like how do they attack O linemen basically? The Kobe was just in here. Was this your first time meeting him? Were you familiar with him when he was at Georgia? Obviously, they won a 
national championship, but how familiar are you with him? I mean, I, I haven't. I talked to him a couple, but like we haven't. I haven't fully like have a full blown conversation because we just got here. So we just got here literally yesterday. What is it, midday? And so it's just like when it comes to like next week, I'm I'm gonna get to know him more. In that same linebacker role that that Hassan is that Hassan's projected to play, at least that that I know of, yeah. After you got drafted, you brought up Jim Nagy calling you for the Senior Bowl. Uh, I was just curious, what, what did you take away from your interactions with him during that week? Wait, say that one more time. Uh, you brought up Jim Nagy calling you for the uh -huh. Senior Bowl. What were your interactions like with him during the Senior Bowl week and leading up? And uh, what did you take away from from meeting him? And, and it. He was just like a regular coach. It was it was like the usual. He like I said, when he called me, it was like literally like a couple of days before the NFL PA bowl and he was like, How about you bring your stuff? How about you take all your stuff in the NFL PA and bring them over here to the senior bowl? He was like, because uh, I forgot who was the di director of the uh the NFL PA. Cause he came and initially invited me and then like he was just okay to make him mad. So I was like, that's cool. But uh talking with him, I mean it's it's usual. It's like usual. Like talking to a regular coach, they're just giving you info of what to expect when you get here. What have these last like, 24 hours been like since you got here? Are you having trouble remembering everybody's names? Like, what, you know? I mean, that, obviously, that's what everybody, to be honest. You, you, when you first meet somebody, you're not going to automatically remember their name unless you sit there and talk with them 24-7 that same day. But, no, I've been saying I know a couple, but not everybody, no. What's the strength of your, your pass rush game? What, what do you like to do? I like to use speed to power. And then wipers, and because a lot of people think that just because I'm small, they don't think that I can really get after old linemen. But then that's something I'm here to prove wrong. So, what is your time at uh, Trevor uh, at, at the Senior Bowl, and you really showed up in those one-on-one -on -one drills? Did that kind of tell you that I belong at this level with you know potential first-round picks? Uh, I never really thought of it like that. I always thought of it like. I'm just going to work. I'm going to outwork the man in front of me. But not only I work the man in front of me, but I work myself. And so it was just more on the lines of just competing with myself every day. And so, yeah, I, I, I guess I guess you could say I knew I was going to be able to, to be in the league. But other than that, I mean, I always just kept my head down and worked. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.